Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. And so that's why I feel led to talk to you very much today about the question of revival. I have spoken about it before, I always will do, because if you look at the Acts of the Apostles chapter 2, and you'll find what happened on the day of Pentecost, it's very clear that when it happened in chapter 2, verse 14, Peter stood up with the eleven. Of course, Judas was no longer there. He didn't receive the Holy Spirit, did he? And then Peter spoke and said, be aware that these people are not drunk, sings about the third hour of the day, but this is the fulfillment of Joel's prophecy, where in verse 17 he quotes it and says, It will come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons, your daughters will prophesy, young young men see visions, and your old men dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out those days of my spirit and I will show wonders in the heaven, 21, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, it's quite clear to me, firstly, that this was, as most of us would agree, the beginning of the church. The churches, we know it, didn't really begin until this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The second thing about it is that it was accompanied by remarkable signs and wonders. And finally, I'm really thinking, and it's the first time I've seen it in this context, verse 21, where it says that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So really, if you look at this, and I, if you've got a Bible, I suggest you do look, because it appears that this whole thing from verse 16 through to 21 is an emphasis on evangelism. But evangelism with signs and wonders with enormous power attached to it. Because where he's speaking of the remarkable signs that Joel had prophesied, remember this is from Joel chapter 2, being fulfilled in Acts chapter 2 <laughs> on the day of Pentecost, it's absolutely clear that the prophecy from Joel was there would come a time with signs and wonders and miracles, not only with the people, but also in heaven and on earth, wonders in heaven, signs on the earth. So that this was to be a, a remarkable period that had not been experienced in the same way before. But it culminates in verse 21 that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what we're looking at is a period which commenced on the day of Pentecost, which was of miracles, signs, wonders, and salvation. And this is all happening in those days, those hours, 
after Jesus had died, had risen, and had given the promise. And so the promise was being fulfilled. So right from the beginning, there was a necessity in order to establish the church. There was a necessity of the miraculous. In this case, um, I'm sure you're quite aware as you read this, that the first thing, the first two things which attracted the people, and after all, 3,000 were saved, 3,000 men. Someone said, if that's just the men with the women and children, it must have been about 10,000. So this is the first time where you've got large-scale evangelism. But the thing that attracted the people was they didn't actually see what happened to the 120 in the upper room. But when the 120 went out and began to make the noise, the people were astounded because the first miracle of, of tongues on Pentecost meant that all the nations, all the people who'd gathered in Jerusalem for the feast could hear the words of the gospel in their own language. Now that caused a stir because in verse 6 of chapter 2 of the Acts it says um, uh, there were in Jerusalem devout men from every nation under heaven. It's because of the, the, the feast. And when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and they were confounded because they heard them speak in, a, in their own languages. They were amazed and marveled, saying, Behold, are not all those which speak Galileans? How do we hear every man in our own language? So this was a powerful miracle. And this was the first thing that drew the people. You know, there is a tremendous power in the gospel. But the power in the gospel is not in the ordinary, not in the routine, not in the ceremony. The power of the gospel is in the extraordinary. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Don't look at the past, but look to the future. God has amazing things in store for you. After 70 years of ministry, David is not looking back, but reaching forward, to obtain all that God has promised. Our greatest days of ministry are still in front of us. Through your support in prayer and finance, the gospel is preached each week, in multiple languages and humanitarian support is given to the needy. This year, David Hathaway will minister in Ukraine, Poland, and Central Asia. To support our work, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thanks for listening to this program. You can learn how to apply the power of faith in your life through David Hathaway's two new teaching books, A Faith Beyond and Power Your Inheritance. Through these books, you will discover that with God, all things are possible. Order these books today. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. 
Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.